fans, welcome to the Saturday Down South Podcast, revamped Saturday Down South Podcast. I am Conor O'Gara, excited to be joined by Chris Marler today. Chris Marler is uh, in-house joining us live from Atlanta, that's where you are right now? ATL. The ATL, the dirty, as we as we like that's to right. call it around here. Uh, I feel like I feel like you don't say that. But oh, you don't good. say that. I like it. You don't say no. that. Okay. Oh, I do. But if you're in Orlando, you usually don't. Okay. Yeah. No, that's that's probably a good point. I don't have the right to say that. I am in Orlando. Chris is in Atlanta. But we want to feel like we are in your living room, uh, coming to you live. Off season football is upon us in the SEC. We are 220 days away from oh, SEC football. Um, I like that. Can that can that get here sooner than 220 days? That sounds long. Well, luckily we're gonna have like a full spring season where we can overreact to recruiting. Yes. Uh, three scrimmages and a spring game, uh, and then we got to pretend to like baseball, uh, MLS, and like the WNBA for like a full two months. Then we're good. I think you forgot the NBA, but I, you you made some good points there. You made some big good WNBA points. guy. I'm okay. A big WNBA big guy. WNBA I like the guy. effort. I like fundamentals. Okay. All right. That's fair enough. Well, we're going to talk SEC football all off season. That's what we're going to do here. Uh, Chris, of course, uh, if, if for those of you who aren't familiar with Chris, Chris is a comedian. He does great work for us. He's been with, with us at SDS uh, throughout the 2017 season. Um, you probably have seen him on some, some sort of social media platform one way or another. He's all over the place. Uh, Chris, you are, of course, however, I have to put this out there. Oh, don't and do I it. Need, I need people to know. I need people to know. And don't turn off the podcast. I promise you will get good stuff. But people need to know you're a Bama fan. Yeah, it's uh, one of my many flaws. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and, and piggyback off that and, and, and just go ahead and answer the, the follow-up question. No, I did not go there. I'm in the 85%. I played baseball uh, at a Division two school in Milledgeville. Ever heard uh, of it? Go Bobcats. Ever mm-hmm. heard of it? Ben Roethlisberger got in some trouble there, so there you go. Too soon. Um, yeah, probably too soon. Um, yeah, so, but I've just, my whole family's from Anison, been a diehard fan since I was little, um, and now I'm just holding on to dear life until saving leaves and uh, ruins the next 40 years of me watching football. I don't think you're going to have to worry about that. I think you're you're pretty pretty safe, pretty safe. With modern science, I feel like he could live to be at least 130. Yeah, he's going to find a way. I feel pretty good about that. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And for those of you who haven't listened to the SDS podcast before, maybe you're new to, to Saturday Down South in general, uh, I'm Conor O'Gara. I am the man with no team. I am that Yankee who is from Big Ten country. Yeah, get your SEC jokes out of the way now. But I've been living in the SEC footprint, so to speak, for the last two and a half years. So I feel like I've adapted to the SEC culture. But if you hear that Chicago accent, I, I apologize. I can't get yeah, it out that, of me. That is the worst. I'll tell you that much right now. I'm over that. Yeah. Um, and if you sucks. call it pop one more time, we're going we're gonna to fight. We're, we're going to um, fight But no, it's good. I'm glad to have you, know, you as a partner, especially because uh, it's good to have a voice of logic and reason. We tend to not do that whoa, as much. Whoa, 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 whoa! I, I didn't promise that out the window. I didn't promise logic. I did not promise reason. That's Thank on you. God, because that is not my strong suit. All right. Well, we'll, we'll maybe we'll we'll find somewhere some of that somewhere along the line. I think. I think maybe we'll bring on some guests who have some logic and reason or something like that. But that's fair. We could do that. We're gonna before we can talk about the the off season and 2018 and all that that fun stuff. We're gonna get into spring football. Don't you worry, guy who's <laughs> sitting there waiting on spring football. We want to recap the 2017 season, the magical yes. season that was. Uh, I'm pretty sure you were a fan of how it ended, of course. The moments that define the 2017 season, 
This is uh, something that I, I thought about a lot. This is the part in the podcast where I put a shameless plug out there and talk it's about. It's a good article. Say it. Well, no, I'm I'm not going to say that. It was it was put together by some hack writer um, who may or may not be me. It's definitely me. Um, Don't say that about yourself. It's phenomenal work. You well, just Google Connor O'Gara top fifty uh, moments that shaped the 2017 college football season, and then after you do that, then you start to chastise him. Right. That's what I did. Right. Just go in the comment section. It's it, it's yeah. all it's all there. But so I wanted to get your your take on this because something tells me that we were probably going to be in agreement with the top fifty moments that define the college football season. No. But, oh, we're not in agreement. No, I have I've written down all of the things you said that were wrong. Oh my! Um, it's a it's a lengthy scroll. Oh no, boy. for the most part, I thought you nailed the top ten. I loved it, um, and I am just giving you a hard time. There were a lot of things that I even forgot about. Um, I, I will say number one, I was upset that you uh, misquoted the theme song from the play and movie Rent. Uh oh! Did I? You did. It, and it I was think embarrassing every... enough that I had it in there, and I was no. Right. That was that was fantastic. I think every true, like, just full blooded SEC fan knows, you know, the play Rent. They probably have it in their discography, or maybe on Laserdisc. I don't know. Um, Seasons of Love, bro. Not five hundred twenty-five thousand six hundred minutes. Fantastic song. Love it. Uh, one of my favorites. One of my favorite musicals. We'll get into that later. Good to know. Um, God, I really just painted a bad light for myself. You did. I'm a fan that loves musicals. Not not a strong start. Uh, I was upset with a few things. I, I thought you had a lot of good stuff that were under that was underrated, but you had UF and UT, the Hail Mary, in Gainesville in the swamp at 44. Right. So that should have been high, that should have been higher in your opinion. So I thought, as far as moments go, it should have been higher. But in the same sense, if the whole point of the article is moments that shape the, the landscape, there you go. That just shaped just the road of mediocrity uh, that both those teams went down. Um, I will say it was memorable for me because I was actually uh, down in Gainesville for the game, working oh, okay. for SDS. Um, sick brag and sick brag. Uh, got a ticket and uh, I left early. Ooh! It was. So incredibly hot, and I was wearing jean shorts. We got done filming. I found out about the Hail Mary as I was getting pulled over for a speeding ticket. That's like that. That's a catch twenty two. If I've ever heard, yeah, of. that's what a catch twenty two is, right? When you do two Pretty things much. really, really dumb, and you're also going like thirty two over in like a in a sixty five. So that was bad. Wow. Um, the other thing was the Carry On Johnson jump pass. What 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 about it? I know it you had it at twenty one. Well, let's 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 rewind a bit. Let's rewind a bit. So so for those of you who don't know, I shaped this article to be the moments that defined the season. Meaning, when Fair. you look back on twenty seventeen and you look back at the you know the yearbook or whatever you want to call it, you think of these plays, you think of these moments. They are what we will remember most about this season. Now, of course, you know your typical to a tag of a loa game winning touchdown pass is going to be number one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Number two is going to be, you know, Nick Saban putting in Tua in the first place, and and stuff like that is going to be high on the list because the, right. the, you know, we're talking about championships here. That I, is a championship game. A championship game, you know. Georgia so, fans would probably argue uh, a lot of missed calls should have been top five. Yeah, yeah, we could we could throw that in there, but you know, the point of the article was to to kind of outline the moments that were and the moments that we are going to remember this year by. And the reason I didn't have that Florida Tennessee Hail Mary higher is because neither of those teams went to a bowl game, man. <laughs> neither of them. That did. is fair. That so, is very fair. So in the, it was just an incredible play, mainly because unreal. I was I was 
really questioning. Uh, I mean, we all know Butch Jones is a terrible coach. Well, um, that, yeah, that's yet to be determined. We'll, we'll wait and see. That's on that. fair. That's true. I think they still might be trying to figure out if he has a role in the program. Um, which I just I hope I hope they can just still eat that out. That'd be great to just roll over into 2018 with more Butch Jones talk. Um, but no, he went in what like a cover two on that on that hail mary. Uh, th- he played it like a second and nine. I mean, it was it was something like that. It was it wasn't the smartest defensive play. It was obviously a coverage breakdown. But the reality is like all right, so that play was the. F- throw of Felipe Franks' life. Who knows yeah. if he's ever going to get an opportunity to make a play like that again. Probably not. <laughs> but what did that moment mean in the grand scheme of things? Uh, they took a commanding lead uh, in the SEC East with Pe- a 1-0 record. People forget that. Um, and then rolled into the next week into Lexington and stole another victory from Kentucky. So that was Tennessee's best chance to get an SEC win and did not happen so yeah that was the beginning of the end for for butch jones probably in 2017 that that game itself was just a total disaster so that's why that game isn't higher on it but gets that game was midget wrestling it was just like you have to watch it uh wait why do you have to watch midget wrestling and it's little little people wrestling they okay that's also we'll we'll get that we're gonna be pc Um, PC. but yeah it was i mean you, you can't not watch it but at the same time, it was God. It was tough to watch. It was tough brutal. to watch. It was brutal. Um, no, but the Carryon Johnson thing, um, I was shocked that it was that high. But because I would have said Jared Siddham and what he did the entire second half of the Iron Bowl. But it's a moment. It's that's a true. moment. And that's that's and maybe I just thing. had enough of the jump pass like that. I've I've just kind of blocked that out of my memory. You have. You definitely have. You are completely in denial about that. So okay. So give me <laughs> give me give me more comments about. Why, why I'm a hack and, and why it sucks. No, why I would never say that. I love the JT Barrett versus Penn State comment. That was beautiful because uh, that was a huge moment. People forget that if Penn State wins that game, which they're winning the entire game, they were up 14-0 within like two or three minutes. Penn State ends up going, what, I guess 11-1 and the regular season? Yep. Because they lost that game, and they lost the next week to Michigan State by three after like a four-hour rain delay. Yeah. Penn State gets in to the college football playoff and Bama, Bama doesn't yep. changes everything yep um let's see the the DeAndre Francois injury I will I will say this as well uh Christian Miller and uh Terrell Hall injured on the same play that's true that's kinda, a good point kind of changed some things there um and then I just the Army Navy shout out I love that I actually just not a popular opinion I hate the Army Navy game what it's my I do because it's like I'm that's very a patriotic fire take that, well, only because here's why. Um, it's usually not a great game. This year was an awesome game, but it's I epic. get like super depressed whenever it comes on because it's the end of the football season. The regular season, though. That's it. Yeah, but I mean, still, it's just like no. It just it just got here. Um, some things I feel like you, I put on mine that you may not have had on yours. Central Florida, South Florida. Yeah, that probably could have made the cut. I, I had. I live in Orlando. I hear about UCF all the time. That game national was played, champs. Uh, national champs. People forget that that game was played 25 minutes from where I live. I I live two minutes from I four. I know all about the war on I four. The war on I four. But I saved my UCF stuff for later. I, I decided not to that include that just because I thought the that the Auburn game kind of said a little bit more in the fact that they were determining themselves as national champs. I didn't want to get into that each game that adorable. UCF played. That's fair. Um, I will say just a couple off the top. Uh, the the Baker crotch grab. 
True, true. I had so I put to be fair, I gave Baker his love. I put Baker in the top five. I put him at number five for the uh, when he planted the flag, the flag at Ohio Stadium, um, which made Ohio State fans really, really upset. This was not the best countdown I realized for Ohio State fans. No, even though well, like Ohio State had a they great had season. a tough season. But, Did they though? I mean, they had they they finished as a top five team. You know, they won a conference championship. Like, yeah, you get smoked by Iowa and you lose at home to Oklahoma, but. It's still a top five season, and those are a little bit hard That's to come true. by. I know you're a Bama fan, and a top anything less than a top one season is an awful season. But. No, it's not even that. It was just it was difficult. Like, and I am biased, but I, I still to this day, and I, there's no reason for this, but I'm still fired up over talking to any Ohio State fan that says they should have gotten in over Bama after you lose by 31 at Iowa. That for me was a top three, and how it shaped the rest of the season because. I mean, the committee even said it. Like, you, you can't get over that. Like, you lost by 31 to an yep. unranked team. It's crazy. So, um, go ahead. So the committee basically uh, – I'll just go on this real quick because that, that was on there, the fact that – and that's another thing on there. I think I had that at, like, number six or seven or something like yeah. that. The, you know, the, the Josh Jackson interception where he grows up one-handed right. in the Iowa game and, and Ohio State. That was just, like, the, the icing on the cake for Ohio State's loss. And that game that day – basically put Ohio State in a grave and there was no way that they were going to be they were six feet under that game yeah and there was no way that they were going to be able to climb out of that grave no matter what people said no matter what journalists said um there was no way no matter what Danny Cannell said no matter what oh, that's that's another subject for another time Danny Cannell dear friend of SDS but man he had some awful, awful takes throughout the entire I, yeah, college football know, playoff selection process. I'll have that on my my wish list for the season at some point. Would love to have a chat with him. Um, as you said, friend of friend of SDS, great guy, loves turtlenecks, likes our uh, hats too. Does he? Yeah, likes our hats. It's a big SDS that's, hat. Guy. That's the best take I feel like he's ever taken. Um, <laughs> guaranteed, he only buys like the ones from the ACC though. Um, I, I thought your I thought your countdown was awesome. Uh, I love the Iowa wave. That was for me. Incredible. Had to be up there. Had to be yeah, up there. Yeah, that was top five. And I know it didn't shape the season, but that was just the coolest thing. That's just the coolest thing. Um, I will say the Saquon uh, stop on a dime against Iowa. Yeah, could have put that in there. Could have put that in there. I, I remember watching that. Okay, so so Saquon Barkley, uh, of course, you know, rallies Penn State, basically wills Penn State back to victory at Iowa, which right. Iowa at home in a night game is basically Why? like unbeatable. It's like what Auburn is at Jordan Hare. Like you just don't beat Auburn at Jordan Hare in 2017. Like it just there's I don't it makes no I but like none. that's Auburn. I'm talking about Iowa. Oh, I know. I know. It's it's playing in the Big 10 is like like going bowling with the bumpers on. Like there's no reason you can't get through that schedule unscathed. <sighs> Are we going to have to have a talk? Are we going to have no. to have a talk about why that's a trash take? That's well, we won't do it right now. But go, um, I'm gonna have to, man. That's, I'm just saying, like I know, I know that the SEC had kind of like a down year, and people dog Bama's strength of schedule. But like, yeah, I would love to go play Purdue and Illinois, Purdue's and have to go on year. the road. Purdue, what they went six and six, um, seven and six bowl game. They Gotta won their bowl. Yeah, count that. Fair enough. Seven and, and one in the and bowl Northwestern. season. Northwestern, Northwestern actually won beat an SEC team. Won ten games. Did they really? Yeah. All right. Well, then I just you know what we'll forget I said it. Um. Uh, the Tennessee coaching search was hands down, not probably not like one of the moments that shaped the season, but easily outside of the national championship game, my favorite memory of the season. Goodness, that was just 
a parade of inept and incompetence. It was fantastic. Bizarre. And and it was it's it's fun to be able to look back on 2017 and look back at some of the moments like that because that was one of the few moments where you can honestly say I've never seen that before and I don't I no. don't know if I'll ever see anything quite like that again. Uh, the the whole debacle with Greg Schiano, of course, and the, the, the protesting the hire and, and all that stuff, and, and the John Curry sabotaging, and Phil Fulmer comes in, and all that stuff was just so out there and so bizarre and so Tennessee. John Curry ended up getting a raise by being fired. Right. And they ended up at one point, at one point, they hired as their new athletic director a coach they fired roughly 10 years ago, who is probably their greatest coach, top two of all time. He comes back, and he becomes your athletic director, and then they talk about actually rehiring Kiffin. You can't make this stuff up. I mean, it was, no. was the stuff of a, of, a, of a movie that you wouldn't have believed. I mean, the, the whole way that that unfolded, to me, was just, I mean, it was, it was great. It was wonderful. It was, like it was a, great theater. like a breakup. Like, they had, like, a break. They fired both these people. But it's like, that'd be like having, like, a breakup, gaining 100 pounds, and be like, you take me back? And then Fulmer was like, yeah, man, I've been doing the same thing, man. I put on a lot of weight. Let's do this. Um, and then I would say uh, the Auburn collapse at LSU. I'm not saying that you know just because I'm a Bama fan, but that changes the entire landscape of the SEC. So I didn't include that, and here's why. That game, to me, did not make up the moments of – because Auburn's Auburn still won, won a conference championship. Auburn, It didn't matter that Auburn lost that game. Divisional. Uh, so won a divisional championship. I take that back. I take that. Back. Sorry, Georgia fans. I apologize. I misspoke. I misspoke. Forgive me. You're going to need to forgive me a lot for this. I, You'll learn that very soon. <laughs> Auburn wins the divisional championship and is able to shake off that terrible, terrible second half or really last three quarters against LSU. And that moment didn't necessarily mean anything for LSU in the grand scheme of things. So I left that out because while it was a great game and at the time we thought it meant a ton. It did not mean what we ultimately thought right. it would mean. So that's why I, I didn't include it in the you know the shaping of, of 2017. In terms of like shocking games and upsets and stuff like that, absolutely. And that's right. why, you know, a Florida Tennessee up you know, Florida Tennessee ending like that only gets number forty four <laughs> or whatever I put it at, but it's yeah, it's a tough job. Somebody's gotta do it, right? That's I like that. Uh, better you than me, because you don't read the comments. I I, I do. So oh, I stopped so long. Um, ago. I would have overreacted. You're such a smart person. I just I don't know if I'll ever do that. Um because it's so much fun. <laughs> but and because I value your opinion, listeners. Yes. Um and just yeah, I'll just I'll get to it. Um number one for me, um that would be second twenty six and, and Tua. That was just an incredible I mean, because I I was at the game, I was in the Georgia section. Sick and brag it was, again. Sick brag again. Got tickets for free. No big deal. Um, and it was it was incredible to watch because what I thought I was watching the whole time, and I'm not saying this to be a jerk, but like I thought I was literally watching like passing the torch. Um, and you know, watching like Kirby Smart literally build Bama in the East, um, with the recruiting class, you know, with all that like senior talent, but also you know he's got all this young talent coming in, um, and just dominate for for roughly I'd say 40 minutes, uh, his former boss and mentor. And then just one thing after another, uh, the flying Hawaiian comes in and just hits. That's know, Shane Victorino's uh, nickname. Let's, he, he trademarked that, I think, right? Former Philadelphia Phillies outfielder. I think he won a World Series. I feel like I remember him. And he won one in Boston. And he won one in Boston. Okay, that's a good point. Well, I, okay, I, you know what? Flying Hawaiian's easier than Tonga Vailoa. 
True. It's a really cool nickname. And if you're if you're a Hawaiian sports star, you should just automatically get that nickname. Like, does do we call Marcus Mariota the flying Hawaiian? No, they call him Johnny Tsunami. That's oh, a great that's Disney so cool. movie. That's so and, cool. And um, we can. I mean, that's all I know about Hawaii outside of that one two part episode on Saved by the Bell and Dog the Bounty Hunter. That's about it. That's true. Yeah. No, I can't really get into a whole lot of Hawaii stuff. I've yet to be. Uh, that, that's a, a non sick brag. I I'll guess. take Destin over Hawaii any day. Fire take. That is a that is a fire take. Let's let's transition yep. that into what I want to hear about from you because you have already like in the first like fifteen minutes of this thing you've already shared several fire takes. I want your hottest take for the twenty eighteen season. Um, I'm gonna say Bama or Georgia or any SEC team doesn't start preseason number one. So you're saying Clemson. Yes. Ooh. And I think it might be deserved. Yeah. Um, does return a lot. They return so much. That, that I can't, I'm going to butcher this name, but the running back, Etienne. Etienne. I'm, 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 I'm blanking. I'm not going to try and bu- bu- butcher the, the pronunciation as well. Number, we, number nine. Number nine. Um, he is incredible. Uh, I think he's about 210. He's, he's a former, in high school, he won the 100-meter dash and the 200-meter dash. I'm pretty sure out of Texas. Maybe it was Louisiana. Um, kid is a stud, and he was injured for most of the second half uh, of the Sugar Bowl. They return, like, literally everyone. I think they get to bring Vic Beasley back and, like, Taj Boyd. Uh, they bring back everyone on CJ Spiller coming back, too. CJ Spiller's coming back. He's going to play safety. Yep. Um, they had four people, and two or three of them were projected first-rounders. First round. Decided to come back. And Clemson is a lot of fun. It's a it's a great campus. Um you know, SO Club, great, great time. I, I also like money. That would have been fun. But, you know, when you have a nap room and a slide and you get to hang out with Dabo for 365 days a year, what more do you why need? not? Yeah. Yeah. All right, Clemson's, um, you, you, I think that's that's not that fire of a take. I think that actually could happen. All right. Uh, let me see what I can do. I'll step up my game. I think the transfer rule finally changes. Okay. All right. I don't think it'll be effective immediately. I think they'll they'll kind of push it to next year. But I think enough people are fed up with the fact that these kids, one, aren't really getting paid, and then two, on top of that, have so many restrictions that coaches don't have. And when you see it just being totally, totally abused and like the, the power that the coaches have, like, I mean, Jimbo Fisher, perfect example. I mean, he went five and six and asked for another raise and then ended up turning that into a just a Dan Ugla contract and getting 10 years, $75 million guaranteed to go to Texas A&M. And you have people that come in, they want to transfer out, and, you know, you're 18, you're impressionable, you might have made a mistake. Like you, maybe you want to end up, once you get a little bit older, you want to transfer transfer out somewhere else, and you got to wait and sit out a year? Or go D2 like me? You don't want to do that. Somewhere, Jay Billis just stood up and clapped and said, bravo, son, bravo, preach. Uh, shout out Jay Billis. Follow us He's on Twitter. Man. I know you only follow one person, but make it two, maybe. I don't know. He only follows one person. Yeah, he follows uh, uh, Lacey, uh, the uh, the girl for uh, Michigan State, who she, uh, she she had she had cancer and died a few years ago. That's the only uh, account that okay. he follows. Um, yeah, but shout out Jay that, Billis. That trill shirt that he has in his it's in his avatar. Sweet. It's pretty sweet. I have that shirt. I'm actually probably gonna wear it at my comedy show later. Wow. Another sick humble brag, bro. Yeah, that's a that's a lot of sick brag. The flying Atlantan. The fl- is that 
We no. probably don't want to make that thing. Let's cut that out. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. We'll, keep we'll, going. We'll bleep that. Uh, my my hot take for 2018, and we've talked about this a little bit, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go a little bit of a different direction. I'm gonna take it one step further. I think that Jalen Hurts will catch more passes than he throws in 2018. I think our man's Jalen Hurts is making a position switch. I think he's going to receiver. I think he is going to ultimately give up his uh, his desire to play quarterback. He's going to see the writing on the wall, and he's going to say, I am going to do whatever I can to help Bama win a national championship. And if that's playing receiver, going the Braxton Miller route, maybe helping myself out the next level, that's it. But I want to go on record because I know Mel Kuyper said something about this, and I, I don't want that, that guy who doesn't pee during the draft to, to steal my take. This is my take. Great hair, though. But he doesn't pee during the draft, which is really, really weird. And I feel like that needs to be addressed. Connor, I've peed twice since we started this podcast. That's, that's craziness. That's I, I agree with you 100%. That's uh, that's ridiculous. Another subject that we'll have to revisit later. But Yes. So if you're looking at this situation and saying, what do I have to do to get playing time here? You can't go back in time. You can't go back and change what already happened. And right. the fact is... What we heard, well, I shouldn't say the fact, but what we heard throughout the season, looking back in hindsight, was that Tua was the better player and that Tua was outperforming Jalen in practice. And if that is the case, what's going to change about that this offseason? I just think that Jalen Hurts, for as good as he's been the last two years, I'm not taking away anything from Jalen Hurts. I, I had him number one in my SEC quarterback rankings all year. What? What? Yeah, I know. I know. What? I could have told you that was ridiculous. Well, I mean, who else are you going to put at number one? I, uh, a number of people. Tua, for one. Uh, Jake Fromm. I'm not going um, to put a backup at number one. I mean, come on. I'd say that, that trash can that uh, Tennessee had on the side. No, that's too much. That's, no. the, that's too much. Come on. Jalen Hurts, though, I mean, I just think he's making that move. And I think he's going to go to receiver. And I think, you know, I'm not saying he's going to become Calvin Ridley or anything like that. But I, I no. think that he's going to become uh, somebody who contributes to this team. And he ultimately becomes a nice feel-good story. And he finds a way to... Maybe get a little bit of a sniff at the NFL because he's not getting a sniff at the NFL at the quarterback position. It's just not going to happen. I will tell you the most fire take, and I've said this for weeks, and I've said it so much, now I'm starting to believe it. Um, With no reason at all. Um, Jalen Hurts, kicker. Boom. Mind blown. Could it get any worse? Probably not. Probably not. Jalen Hurts comes in. Kick right or left-footed. It really doesn't matter. At this point, I've yep. given up so much hope that Bama will ever get a kicker. Um, I Yeah, why not? College kickers make like 40% of their kicks. You mean to tell me if Jalen Hurts can't spend the next seven months just like kicking nonstop that yeah. he couldn't kick for 40%? Like, yeah. I, well, no, I wouldn't say me. Um, but yeah, 100%. All right. Kicker. 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 Okay. And we talked about this before. The fake possibilities. That's that's yes. the key. You would have yes. so many fake Triple option out of special teams. It would be incredible. Um, and, you know, if you have a fake like that, usually they're going to be caught off guard and someone will be wide open. Lessens a chance of him overthrowing them by 17 yards like usual. They're, love you, Jalen. Love the haircut. They're going to sc- they're gonna score a touchdown on every field goal attempt, and they're going to become the first team to do that. And it's just going to be one more thing where Saban's like, oh, my gosh, like, this guy has just figured out football in more ways than we could ever. Right. Jalen onside kicks, picks it up himself, runs it in for a touchdown yes. again. Yes. Needs to happen. 
beautiful. Right. I'm on board. All right. Well, that's 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 an acceptable fire take. That's we'll 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 say that that's okay. A, a hot take that I fired off the other day that I got a little bit of draw, a little bit of pushback from. I don't think Les Miles is coaching again in college football. I think he's done. I think his career is as an actor. Les Miles is acting in his third movie. His third movie. He's going to be acting in the new indie movie called Angry Men. It's about the space shuttle Challenger disaster. I mean, wow. God, this, this is his So many things. I, I need a, a, to process this. It, first off, you're right. Because if you can't get a coaching job in this offseason, when is he ever going to get a coaching exactly. job? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I would have said if you're replaced by somebody like Ed Orgeron – that that should have been like a hint and a clue, like enough. But th- I mean, if you can't get a job, he wasn't even interviewed at Tennessee. I was almost interviewed at Tennessee. I think I was too. I I didn't check my email during that time, but I feel like if I did, I would have seen a little something from John Curry, like, "Hey, right. come down to Orlando, yeah, something like that." We should have gone together in tuxes, just like that scene yes, from Step Brothers. Step Brothers, it was incredible. Yes. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Like, I don't I don't think he comes back anytime soon. I would love if him and Brett Bielema had their own show not a podcast to steal our thunder um but if they had like their own college football show of him like breaking things down but at the end it was just like that guy a hot dog stand he's really got what it takes he's a great hot dog vendor uh i think i think that kid could really make it one day in life because he would get distracted too easily i would just want a show of them eating lunch together you would have yeah. Brett just having like this massive plate of barbecue and just sh- shoveling stuff in his face. And then Les is just sitting there just giving him the stink eye, drinking his grass smoothies. And Wheat grass, like, yeah. Oh, like That would be an incredible conversation. That'd be like like watching two homeless people yell into the wind. Just never actually like making sense to each other, but just kind of entertaining as well. Um, I will say the movie career spawned a little bit of uh, some thoughts between you and I. Yes. About many what are some potential roles he could be in? I thought about this a lot. I yeah, mean, almost too lot. much for both of us. Yeah, almost too much. Like I put as much time into this as I did. Like I don't know, my last three filing my taxes. Yeah, filing. Yeah, filing the taxes. That's probably better thing to say than what my employer could potentially. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah, probably. yeah that was bad. We'll bleep that. We'll, we'll bleep that. Um, you you want to go first? Mine are. All right, I don't. I'll, I will say no more. Uh, the floor is you yours. You do one, I'll do one. All right, sounds good. You, me, me, you, you, me, me, you. Yeah, whatever you want to do. Yeah, that's fine. Night at the Roxbury. Yeah. Forrest Gump first. Okay. Um, same football IQ, I think. Uh, a million. Both pretty pretty likable guys. A uh, lot of quotes that don't make a lot of sense, but you could probably put into a throw pillow. Yep. Um, and you know, stupid is is stupid does. Is that yeah? That's perfect. That's a Les Miles quote. Yeah, no, that's good. So, side note, do you know, like, so Les Miles has his own podcast, Less Is More. If you haven't heard it, I actually haven't listened to an episode. I'll be, I'll cop, I'll be honest, but I did read the titles of the episodes. They're all like inspirational less quotes, and they are so, so great. I'm going to read you a few of these because they're, they're like too good not to share. I think bowl season is a wonderful time to be a college football player. That's the title of an episode. Another title. I'm thankful for fourth down. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, I mean, I That's don't know if he's incredible. Ever, has, I don't know if he's ever gone for a fourth down. I mean, fourth and in inches and he just punts or, you know, does something really. It's the only time he throws. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's a good point. Run three downs and try and throw it on fourth down. Something he, like that. He's like the beginning of like any Will Ferrell movie where it's like some ridiculous off the wall, nonsensical quote. And then it's like Mahatma Gandhi. 
Like yes. that that is what he's doing with these titles. So he he has those titles and what I think that he should just start throwing in there for these titles where we talk about the less ridiculous quotes and all that stuff. Right. He should go back to that that Ole Miss quote. That famous Ole Miss quote where they had says, 13 players in the field. I think was it that same game? I'm drawing a blank. It might have been. But I all I remember is in the post game presser he's spectacular group of men. You go find them. You throw your arms around them. You give them a big kiss on the mouth. If you're a girl. Yes. And everybody just died. It was like... Hell was of a less impersonation, by the way. I, I've... All right. So I've spent a couple hours on that, too. I'll be honest. I was going to do a British accent, so people took me seriously. But, um, no, I like that. I like that. Um, I will say Anchorman 3 as Brick Tamlin. Ooh, I love that's Lamp. good. That's good. Less is perfect for that. I've got like nine. I don't know how many. Just keep firing them off. I think these are all excellent so far. I think that we should go back in time and, and put him in these movies. Yes. And yeah, I'd have no problem with it. Over the top. Okay. Um, mainly because I'd love to see him arm wrestle. That's something I can get behind. Yeah. Um, remember the Titans. This is a very specific reason. Which One, role? So one of the coaches, I don't want to say he takes over for Denzel, but they're the same person. Here's why. Um, remember the quote from Denzel in that movie about how they only ran six plays on offense? It's like Novocaine, just give it time, yep. it works. That's Les Miles' entire philosophy yeah, that's on good offense. Point. Yep. Um, but also, there was a scene where, I guess, Rev, the quarterback, gets hurt. They bring in Sunshine. Yep. He's like, Coach, I can't make that pitch. All he had to say was like, yes, you can. Go get him. Butt slap. See you later. Uh, instead, he goes, listen, when I was nine years old, I lost my mom and my dad in the same week. I had to take care of six brothers and sisters. It was a lot. It was a whole bunch he did not need to say. Um, probably put more pressure and uncomfortableness on Sunshine. That's like every motivational speech I feel like Les ever gave. I think that's right on the money. I mean, I think the yeah, quote is, it, I lost my, my parents in the same month. The same mm. month. Well, you don't, you don't have to call me out like that, but that's fine. Yeah, sure. Sorry about right. that. Yeah. I'm, um, yeah. And let's see, Sharknado 6. Have they made five? Yes, it's it's fantastic. Oh boy, um, Sharknado Six. That speaks. Medea. Okay. Uh, Medea, Diary of a Mad White Hatter. I I like that. That sounds great. Yeah, that actually I feel like I mean so I, like later as I went on like these are just all movies that will most likely get made and he has to have a spot in. Just uh, Airbud. Uh, wait, I don't know what what number it would be, but Airbud, Three Yards and a Cloud of Rough. Oh, did you come Boom. up with that? Yes, did I did. Wow. You, Pun you man. To, all right, you need to pitch this to, to Les's agent. I think this is... We, we, we're making him. We'll get him on right the pod. Now. I we're, can write the whole script. Fast and Furious Traffic Jam. Wow. Yeah. These are... I, I, I wasn't prepared for ideas this good. I, I don't think he would be either. I think he'd be speechless if you, if you gave him all these ideas. He would hopefully be speechless because he... I mean, I, I don't know if I'd want to hear his response. That's true. But, I mean, Airbud. Three yards and a cloud of rough. Boom. I think you need to trademark that like ASAP. That, ASAP. That's, okay, we can do that. That's too good. All right. Those uh, are, yeah, that's all I got. Those are good. Those are good. I, I've got, I've got, I, I went for quality over, over quantity. That's not that's a dig rude, at you. That's, that's fair. Okay. Just doing, doing my thing. So I've got two. I've got two. I've got Mick from Rocky. Nice. Yeah, I think I could totally see Les just in the corner of the ring. You're gonna eat lightning, and you're gonna crap thunder. That's a really good Mick. Uh, Why are you so good at impressions? I don't know. My wife says otherwise, but 
Um, I think I could definitely see Les just sitting there and, yeah. and just playing that role, just that you know the the hold me back guy. I think he would take that and just kind of run with it. And he could just they would basically just have a script of just nothing, and Les right. would Les would just like say, say random gibberish. And yeah, like, yeah. I mean, he would he would totally take that and just he would own it. So perfect yeah, role. For I like us. that. Yeah. He's the scene from Forty uh, Year Old Virgin when they're ripping off his chest hair. Yes, and he's just screaming just ridiculous things like Ah, Kelly Clarkson. That's that's less. Yeah, you could give but him I'd a script. Love to see him as that with Mick. Oh man, what a great what a great role. Rocky's still fine. Like he he could still make a movie. I mean, he's like seventy eight oh, or something will. like that. But yeah. he's whatever. He's fine. So that needs to happen. And this is the other one that I think would be – he'd be a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more in his element, so to speak. And it's Coach Kilmer from Varsity Blues. Oh, yeah. Okay. So played by the fantastic John Voight, of course. Classic oh, fantastic movie. actor. Um, you know, he's already got the coach part down. He can do all the coach speak stuff. He knows the mannerisms. He already looks good in, like, the coach Most gear. of his team and fans hated him a lot of the times. Exactly. And, and you know, who could picture Les just sitting in there – and just being like too, you know, like putting too much pressure on a player, and 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 then James Vanderbeek turns to him and just says, "I don't want your life." Yeah, that's all. Yes, and up until uh, Dawson's Creek went in there to play quarterback, I'm pretty sure they didn't throw at all. No, they didn't. They they just ran, of course. Right. So they were like kind of like the Patriots, like they had like a white slot receiver that was Tweeter that was like the only guy they ever went to. Gritty. Yeah, that's a hundred percent good. A gritty slot receiver, not white. Yeah, you don't want to bring race into this. Just a gritty one. Well, he was—he is white, but I mean, yes, okay, that's fair. Right, right. Um, okay. I like that though. That's good. That's real good. So I, I think we just made him. I mean, eight figures, nine figures. Do we want to yeah. go that far? I think more than he'll ever get fair. coaching. I mean, that's that's beautiful. Oh, I know. And, and like, let's let's be honest. Les has always been about the personality. Let's—that's what the LSU coach coaching position has become. It's just we're going to pay right. coordinators a ridiculous amount of money and have our coach be this figurehead, this rah-rah guy. And that is essentially what Les could be yeah. as an actor. So, hey. Fire take. They'll have a Tickle Me Elmo as head coach in roughly 14 years. And they'll pay each of their coordinators $15 million. Right. That would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, no, I like that a lot. I, 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 What about a Taken or like a Gone in 60 Seconds type, type thing where you're on a deadline? Um, and the movie's like 15 minutes long because you know he would never be able to like manage his time well enough to like succeed in that. That's just, I mean, so it's just like, ah, my bad. I'm like, I'm a few days late. Gone in, for, so are you saying Les would be a co-star in Gone in 60 Seconds? Because I have a reason why he wouldn't be. He would be like Nick Cage. And then oh, he would, he would like Nick show Cage. up like a day and a half late. But oh my gosh, I thought you said Saturday. Yeah. I guess okay. you got to kill my brother now. No, that's good. Because he couldn't be in a movie with Nick Cage. People forget mm. that Nick Cage doesn't play he doesn't do movies with other established stars he only did that movie with angelina jolie because she was that random girl with the blonde dreadlocks and she wasn't yeah, a he gets star to make out with her. and he did he did so he did that before she was hot but then he would not do a movie with angelina yeah. jolie now i mean there's no you know way. Too big of a star. fun fact about nicholas cage i'm not making this up they were filming a nick cage movie in my neighborhood in atlanta Sick brag. And uh, sick brag. So I was like getting lunch and I was like, what is like what is everything blocked off for? And they're like, oh, actually, Nick Cage is filming a movie out back. And I look up on the TVs. He had Ghost Rider put on both TVs inside because it was on AMC that morning and yep. demanded that they wouldn't start shooting until it was on both TVs while he went and shot his movie outside. I believe that 100%. Yeah, that's real. Fully on board. 
I think Les would have a, a similar type of... He could have a similar type of career as Nick Cage. I think that's perfectly fine. I mean, just doing a billion movies that people don't have that great of opinions about. What, and, if, what if he did, like, he became the Flex Seal guy? Oh. That uh, would be, like, almost too perfect of him, like, sawing a, a boat in half for no reason. Be like, we're going to put this thing back together. And it, like, probably springs a leak, but, like, you're still like, man, good effort, Les. I really want to get Flex Seal. I've been telling my wife that for <laughs> years. The second we buy a house, I'm getting some Flex Seal. Okay, and, here's and my Lex, only Les thing. Les is going to sell it to me. That's I like that. Dream big. Yeah. Um, if they were like, hey, this this tour in half, we just put some flexil on it. I would probably buy it. Why do they shoot Civil War cannons through boats and then like tear apart like dune buggies and then put them back together with just flexil? There's got to be a better way. I well, I'll still buy it. Flexil is that better way. That's okay. That's fair. Unless right. Miles I'll, is going to tell fine. you about how it's the better way. Yes. yes. I'm real excited. Well, we're on to something. We're gonna we're, we'll continue with talking about coaches, and we'll get back to we'll get back to your man's Nick Saban, a guy who's kind of in that same coaching fraternity. Not really, actually, at all. What? Don't uh, don't no, ever say I, that. I know. I'm just I'm just kidding. I just wanted to, to to poke at you a little bit. Nick Saban, of course, everybody's talking about him as the greatest college football coach of all time. Is he better Fact. than the Bear? I'm not really interested in that discussion anymore. I think that's already pretty much in the bag. What I'm interested in is if you had. One game, your life depended on it. You got a gun to your head and you say, I need one coach to go win me a football game. I know this this situation is like totally is realistic. Tough. It's very realistic. You got Saban, you got Belichick, gun to your head, go. Kiffin. Yes. <laughs> um, no, I thought about this a lot. And like I said, big Bama fan, hard not to go uh, with the Sabinator, but hands down. Gun to my head, um, have to win, have to win. All rosters are equal. He's not, you know, doing any recruiting. We're assuming that all yeah. things are equal. Everybody's got that. the same amount of talent, same um, set of rules. You got a month to go prepare. That's Belichick. a long time to have a long time to have a gun to your head. You're going Belichick. Yes, that'd be that'd be uncomfortable. I go yeah. Belichick easily, and the reason why, and I'm not even saying this is a joke. I've watched Saban like Saban with like a month to prepare is incredible. Um, one thing I have never heard from Saban, and I watched him lose a national championship. I watched him almost lose one the year before with Deshaun Watson. Uh, Could have lost one this year. Um, he's not as invincible as you know he maybe used to have been. Belichick isn't either, um, but I've I've never heard anyone say, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure Saban uh, was filming the other team's practices." Uh, or I'm pretty sure Saban was deflating footballs, or I'm not saying there's not some fishiness going on in recruiting, but Belichick would cheat. Yeah. 100% would cheat. He'd find a way. You're right. Yeah. Um, I mean, like the Rams. When they played the Rams in the Super Bowl, the Rams ran plays they had not run the entire year. And I think it was like three or four plays, and they didn't gain a net yard because they filmed their practices. That's a crazy thing to cheat during the Super Bowl. So Belichick's not your guy. I mean, no, he's, he's, if I'm, if I have to win Belichick, yes. Are oh, you going Belichick? Okay. Yeah. I was, see, I went Belichick because I thought you were going Saban. So you kind of just like made my argument for me. The cheating um, thing? This, this is, I think we're officially an anti Saban podcast now. Well, I don't think we should ever say that. We're no, going to lose we a lot of that. listeners on that. <laughs> Wait, we will lose half of our audience on that. Um, That's true. I would go Belichick too, just because in case you forgot, he's been doing all this winning with a six round quarterback and cut off sleeve uh, sweatshirts. 
guy has has basically been wearing homeless people like the clothes yes. of a homeless person, and he's been doing pretty well. And yeah. that's, that's not to say that a homeless person can't coach football. I bet they hey, could. Well, for the most part, they cannot. So I mean, that's a fair thing to say. But Belichick's been doing it with guy with lacrosse players. Just saying. Yeah. Chris Hogan, he plays lacrosse. In case you haven't heard, right? Um, I'm just saying, Danny Amendola, guys that are like just undrafted yeah. guys out of Texas Tech. I mean, how many more slot receivers can they get out of Texas Tech? I don't know. Uh, I, that is ridiculous. Um, that's a really good point. And, uh, you know, like Vince Woolfork's gone. Hightower's been out the entire season. They've had to get Stefan Gilmore be like their best defensive player. Somehow they, they still win. They just always win. Doesn't matter. They won with Garoppolo, too. So, Man, that is still, I think that's going to come back to haunt them. Yeah, it might. It might. But for now, they're in a Super Bowl. And, you know, in case you forgot, Belichick is, you know, usually pretty good at these at, in these scenarios. I know he's lost Super Bowls in the past, just like Saban's right. lost national titles. But let's, like, real quick, who, like, so the Eagles are playing the Patriots. Yes. And for, for all again, you non-football like, fans out there. So, again, I'm a Bama fan, but I understand. I feel like... Bama fans are a bit much. Uh, we joke around, like, sometimes, like, you know, the whole, like, it just means more. It might mean too much. Um, We're going to get to that later. Trust me. Two unlikable fan bases. Like, I just, I don't even know who to pull for. Yeah, I, it's tough. I, it's, it's like Kentucky basketball and Bama football. Like, they have two teams playing each other. Like, who, who are you going to go for? I, I'm, I'm, I'm on to the draft. I'm on to the draft. We're, we're moving on. I like we're, it. We're pretending that this doesn't. This doesn't actually matter. I mean, Super Bowl's great and all that stuff, but, like, I mean, let's be honest. College football, the season that was. Way better. It's it's not even close. I mean, yeah. there's there's nothing that the NFL can do in the, in the Super Bowl that's going to that's gonna change my opinion that in 2017, college football was so much more entertaining than the NFL. Sorry. Yeah, they've done a really good job of uh, staying at the top of their game this year and not losing any of their, any of their fans or followers. But moving yeah. on. Moving on. So we're both in agreement. We're going to take Belichick. This one-game scenario in which we have a gun to our head for a month, and uh, we are terrified, but we are confident that Belichick is going to prevent us from getting shot in the head if we lose this game. Yes. Okay. All right, so we're in agreement. What I also think we're going to be in agreement about is, uh, I don't know if you heard about this, but Rich Rodriguez... Speaking oh, of coaches, man. Rich Rodriguez, not doing so hot right now. No, um, he is not. He's not. He's not. Uh, I'm going to call this, this this segment Bad News Bears, and I realize that, yes, you know, Bears in Arizona, all that stuff, that's like their thing, like Bear Down, that's their their big war cry. Okay. I'm glad you'd explain it. Yeah, for all you um, people who don't know that about Arizona and don't know a lot about Arizona football. Um, yeah, but basically, Rich Rodriguez, not the best guy in the world, um, no. was fired at Arizona uh, last week. An ex-administrative assistant uh, filed multiple lawsuits against him for uh, a combined like $16 million. This new claim, yeah. this new lawsuit includes Rich Rodriguez's wife, and it also includes the University of Arizona. Basically, this woman claimed that Rich Rodriguez harassed her, uh, like touched her inappropriately, uh, the best claim though, and this is, I mean, this is just like the stuff of, of legend. Incredible. I'm not, I'm not praising Rich Rod for this, but I'm just saying no. like, I will not forget this. What a this. confident, confident move though. This, this woman claimed that Rich Rod ordered her to act as the buffer between Rich Rod's mistress and his wife on the sidelines of a game. 
and she had to stand in between them so that they would not meet. I, that is a – I mean, there's a get-back coach. Um, that's a different level, though. That is next level. That is next level. Also, why were they on the sidelines at the same time? I, Rich Rod was trying to show off to his girlfriend, apparently. I, I have, it makes no sense that you could be this bad at cheating. Yeah, so basically, you know, the evidence was not condoning it. Like, yeah, not you know, we're not condoning that, of course not. But you know, we we understand that it, that that stuff this stuff happens. Rich Rod then comes out and yeah, of course he's going to admit to the affair because but, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, you're you're pretty much caught red-handed there. Um, but is you denying yourself? Every, he's denying everything else. He's denying all the other claims that this woman has made. Um, thinks that he's he says the truth is going to come out. He released a statement. Um, by the way, Rich Rod, not verified on Twitter, dude, <laughs> come on, come on. Man. I mean, I'm not either, but I mean, it's like, but you've yeah, been a coach for like 20 years. Like, come on. that is very true. Yeah. Um, I just am so like, I, again, not condoning it. Cheating's terrible. But like, if you're cheating, the nightmare scenario is running into your wife or, you know, lover or whatever while you're with your mistress, your boo. Yeah. Your side piece. And he was just like, you know what we should do? You know what would be fun? Battle Royale. It's it's too much. It's, it's it, I don't know what he, I mean, he, like, I don't know if he deserves to have this lawsuit, but, like, yeah, that you deserve to get caught. I mean, it got him fired. So he, whether he ends up having to settle with this woman or not, or, or what ends up happening, like, you know, the writing was on the wall. This was not going to end well for him. What a, what a waste, man. Like, <laughs> Talk about a guy who's given every opportunity in the world, of course. Yeah. You remember, you know, the little stuff about Alabama and him. Yeah, I still have a shirt that says, thanks, Rita, because she was the reason after we announced he was going to be head coach that uh, she didn't want to live in Tuscaloosa. So yep. thanks, Rita. Yep. So that didn't work out so well. Instead, no. you know, Rich Rod is, of course, I don't think you're allowed to say it, say Rich Rod in Ann Arbor. I think that's a swear. Well, uh, luckily they had arrested. Brady Hoke after that, so true saved him. I don't know. It didn't work out, uh, but Rich Rod just given all these opportunities in the world. Like, man, you're at Arizona. It's a basketball yeah. school. Like, just don't mess it up. Just don't mess it up. Don't be an idiot. What are you doing? Like, I'm not gonna tell another man how to live his life, but like, well, no, he needs help on this one. I think needs, that's fair. He needs some help, and I think it's time for the college football world to collectively sit down, Rich Rod, and say like. Just, just take it easy, man. Just, just, just sit this one out for a little while. Yeah. Go, maybe go Watch do some a movies. Phil episode. Go do some movies with Les Miles or something That's, like. Yep. Keep them checks rolling in. Whatever. Do what you got to do. Just, just don't be given another head football coaching job. Like you just, yeah, you just don't really deserve it. Yeah. Right now. Or an assistant. Um, but well, you know, I wish I had that kind of confidence. I mean, that's too much. You know. Yes. That's that too is true. Much. That's like, fair. If I if I'm Rich Rod, I'm looking at this situation and thinking to myself, where did I go wrong? Where 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 did I go wrong to where this is this became a, a part of my life that cost me my job? It wasn't anything I did on the field. Although let's be honest, if he's you know yeah twelve and oh, Rich Rod's not getting fired. he's not getting fired. That stuff's getting swept under the rug, and this woman's basically we she never sees the light of day in the public eye. I'm not saying that's right. I'm saying that that's the way these right. things tend to work. Rich That's Rod, fair. yeah, if Rich Rod, you know, he, he people forget he coached Gronk, so I forgot that. Yeah, I mean, he did, right? Yeah, that would. I don't, I don't. Well, the 
fact check that. We'll, we'll fact check that. We'll, and if okay. and if it's wrong, we'll we'll bleep also, it out. Also, we'll would not help his case um, if he did coach Gronk in yeah. this scenario. In this scenario, yeah, uh, that would not be a good alibi to go to and say, no, "Hey, not help, me, help me get out of this situation." Yeah. All right. So Rich Rod not doing so hot, but you mentioned earlier, and I guess this we could have put Rich Rod into this category of it might just mean too much. Yes. This we're gonna come up with stuff for this on a pretty Weekly much a basis. Da- I was gonna say daily basis. I mean, yeah, there's, that there's, probably there's stuff endless left amounts right. in the south. You know, if if we're we could have done something about this a couple weeks ago with you know the, the Georgia fan with the Hummer who put the TV on the back of his car, um, showing replays of the that Rose Bowl SEC championship. That that yeah, might just mean too much. What we're gonna focus on this time is our friend, our guy, not really Makai Brown. Former former Alabama great, as he will be remembered. He announced, a lot of passion. A lot of passion. Too much passion. A little bit too much. Announced that he is transferring to Tennessee State. Yes. Powerhouse program. Uh-uh. Um, Tennessee State, I, I, I take that back. Tennessee State has done nothing wrong. Probably, probably a great they program. They have four D1 transfers coming in. They do. Yeah, yep. that's a lot. That's a lot. He's one of them. And he says it has nothing to do with the fact that he... A, punched someone in the national championship and didn't get ejected for it. B, then attacked an assistant coach on the sideline and didn't get tossed for that. And then C, clotheslined the dude and didn't even get flagged for that. And he says... It was a good tackle. Yeah, it was not a good tackle. Um, Yeah, I mean, I do believe, like, obviously from his reaction on the sideline, he seemed like he had had enough of whatever coach was talking to him or whatever his situation was at Bama. So I believe that like he was on his way out either way, and that he might not have been asked to leave. Um, you know, I, I mean, I don't think... He, I mean, Saban didn't take him out of the game. I don't think he would have been like, you know what, you're uh, not on the team anymore. He could have been. But you're right, though, in that he... So he tweeted that Saban, Saban actually, according to... Makai Brown's Twitter account. Yeah. He, he said that Saban did not want him to leave and that he wanted him to stay, but that he Probably had be had the his... kicker for next year. Exactly. I think he he would have been great. He would have hit 40%, that's for sure. Without a doubt. He said that, he tweeted, that he had been planning on doing this since the beginning right. of the season. It was something that was in his mind. And when I saw that, now I believed his national championship game actions a lot more because... Dude was on a free roll. He knew he was gone either way. Of course right. he's going to close line a guy. Of course he's going to attack a coach. Of course he's going to start throwing punches. Who cares? I mean, dude, you got one shot to be on national television. Now you're going to go play, you know, a Tennessee State or something like that. I mean, he's going to maximize his opportunity. So, like, Agreed. I, it makes perfect sense. Am I right? Yeah. I'm with you on that. All right. I definitely get on board with that. I mean, if you were in that spot. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm talking Chris Marler, the athlete. The Division oh Two baseball player. I quit my team. Oh, well, too Thanks soon. for bringing it up. Too yeah. soon. Sorry, sorry. Ugh. It's all good. We'll go I didn't back. punch any coaches, though. You didn't. Exactly. So you knew what that's like. So this is even better. Because you quit your team, you remember those final those final games? What those final moments were like when you realized, I'm not going to be yes. here. I can do whatever I want. Or did you feel like Makai Brown? So I was already embittered because I was like – uh, not playing as much as I thought I should have been playing. And my coach and I, I didn't think got along. We're actually really good friends like now. 
Um, but I was just young and immature and didn't understand, you know, that was like the way he like got under my skin and got at me was him trying to make me better. I just, you know, young 20, 21 year old, just not mature enough to handle it. Um, but I remember the last game was freezing. It was 33 degrees and I came in and I was playing second base and, uh, the last argument we had, I was like, I think I should not play here anymore. Um, I snuck a hot hand under my glove because it was freezing and a third baseman uh made this like diving stop throws it to me to turn two ball pops out of my my glove and the hot hand does as well and coach saw it and lost his mind that's, uh, that's pretty great yeah it was a, it was a good way to go out um so yeah that's that's uh probably not the best person to ask on that one but um i will say that i regret it you know to this day the putting the the hot hand in there no no no, that was safe it was real hot i mean it was real cold so i just regret quitting the hot hand was a genius move that was a real smart outside of that and selling like my pog collection that's probably the two best decisions i ever made that's uh, strong right on the money so basically what you're telling me and what i'm gathering from your story is that makai brown years from this when he looks back on on his actions his decision to to transfer and and all that stuff He's, he's not going to regret so much the attacking of an assistant coach, the punching of a Georgia player, and the clotheslining. Right. It's, it's going to be the fact that he transferred and, and gave up on his team. And didn't have a hot hand uh, to blame for it. I'll say that. Yeah. Yep. I think that's pretty much the, the, the lesson here. I, I I think we just solved all of his, his future like down-the-road problems. We've crushed it for future planning for him and Les Miles and maybe Rich Rod. I, I think all three of them. I mean... Send us those royalty checks when you guys are making millions of dollars yeah. doing whatever you're doing in the future. Um, maybe Makai Brown should be an action star. That could, well, we'll, we'll just we'll pump the brakes on that. Let's let him play football first. Yeah, guys, if you, you know, like the audience, have any questions, need help, you know, going through life, let us, us know. Hit us up. We're obviously great at it. See, why, why don't you share your handle first? I'm at CJ O'Gara. For those of you who don't know, sick brag, humble brag. Um, he's verified eh, whatever hey rich rod's not verified and i am that's Boom. the kind of world that we're living in right now that is true um i am c marler comedian m-a-r-l-e-r uh so yeah feel free to, to follow me and then unfollow me once i say something you don't approve of and uh that's for twitter and instagram so there's that and and listeners just remember that there's a mute button i mean you can mute chris i mean yeah we we've all done it before. Connor's done it before, for yeah, sure. I mean, That's just, fair. Just during Alabama games when he's got a little little bit too much to drink, but no, um, That's no, just... no, he doesn't drink during Alabama games. Of course, I, not. yes, I, I do. I, I that's that's you know what? That's fair. If we're gonna be honest and just you know transparent, yeah. All right, I would definitely hit the mute button during those games. Yeah, fair enough. Always unmute him. So uh, also follow the follow Saturday Down South at SDS. Follow yes. the Saturday Down South podcast. That's at the SDS Pod. Um, we're going to pr- be providing great stuff for you guys. Uh, it's I hope you Obviously. enjoyed this. I mean, yeah. I mean, I I think that that kind of went without saying, but I had to say it anyway. It was one of those like, that was nice of things at the top. You know how like, some people are. I know. Yeah, that's true. I'm just trying to give you all the props in the world that you need. Fair enough. <laughs> I feel like you didn't mean that, but that's fair. Fair enough. We're going to close. Uh, we'll close this edition of the Saturday Down South podcast. Uh, with this this final final thought um, just remember remember please please whatever you do start that countdown to college football season 220 days until SEC football and spay and neuter your pets yes thank you Bob Barker we appreciate
appreciate that. All right, guys. We'll see you next time.